0: My name is Pooj and I am so grateful for your time today. Thank you for tuning in to Anchored in Revelation. As the Holy Spirit leads, I'd like to use this platform to share a few teachings I received studying the Word. I hope this blesses and refreshes you and your journey as we unveil the Word of God together. Today's scripture portion comes from Daniel 3 verses 16 to 18. This is a familiar passage, but I want to encourage you to go back and read this portion for yourselves with fresh eyes, like you don't even know what's going to happen next, and you will be quite surprised what the Lord highlights to you. Daniel 3 talks about three fiery young men exemplifying fiery faith and the outcome of it when put in a fiery furnace. To rewind a little bit, they got themselves into this awkward position when an immature egocentric character named King Nebuchadnezzar built a 90 feet high statue. Maybe he had a lot of time in his hands, but he thought, wouldn't it just be cool to build this ginormous statue and order people to worship it because he said so? And if they don't, well, tough luck, buddy there is a furnace prepared for this very reason. Mind you, this is not someone who does not know the God of Israel. The chapter before this, chapter 2, verses 47, we actually see him acknowledge God to Daniel. Surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries, for you were able to reveal this mystery. He's speaking about an odd dream he had and he realized only God was able to reveal this to him through Daniel. He understood this God is so powerful yet connects with his people to reveal unsearchable things. So we see he's not a stranger to this God of Israel, but he allowed his fame, pride, arrogance, idolatry and insecurity to shine through chapter 3. Meanwhile, when we look at the three fiery young men, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, we see they're not ordinary Jewish people. In fact, they were captured at a young age by the Babylonians and in chapter 1 verses 19 to 20, we see Nebuchadnezzar found none equal to this gentleman, took them into the king's service because they were ten times better than all magicians and enchanters in the whole kingdom. Then in chapter 2 verses 49, we see this very same king appointed them administrators over the province of Babylon. So needless to say, neither group needed an introduction. So fast forward to the scripture at hand where the king inquired and mocked these men by the question, what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? And here we see their fiery faith response in chapter 3 verses 16 to 18. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, The first thing that caught my attention was we do not need to defend ourselves. They were so secure in the God they served that this momentary season of attack, confusion, and helplessness did not back them down in staying anchored. They were confused when the king confronted them because they knew the king was aware of their belief, characteristics, and the God they served. But isn't that what the enemy does to us often as well? He knows exactly who we are in Christ. But he trips us up by confronting us with his lies and his schemes. But like these men, like this fiery young man, we need to be anchored in revelation because we know better. They knew their God better. They knew their God is their defender and that was good enough. And that's what we need to embrace today in this time of our lives. Verse 17 and 18, it honestly gives me chills, y'all, because it's one thing to have faith that God will work it out and rescue me from hands, um, sorry, from hands and schemes of the enemy, but it's a whole another level of faith when they said, even if God doesn't. That's not going to change my response. Do we have it in us to declare boldly even if God doesn't come through? That's okay. I will still trust Him and honor Him through my actions kind of faith. Or are we the kind of believers to throw tantrums or get upset with God easily due to our limited understanding? I recently heard a minister say, Your impatience and lack of understanding will let you settle for crumbs when God has a feast for you. Wow! I know we don't want to settle for crumbs. So what do we do? This is where time, work, and discipline from us comes to play. These three fiery men practiced it often enough to feel secure and make this bold statement to their problem. They understood in the power of the Almighty, but they also understood the sovereignty of His power, which means God knows best and I don't. They showed submission and humility to God's authority that He knows better and I don't. They understood while having faith is important, so is trusting in the will of God than our own understanding. Well, Did God come through right away? Absolutely not. You'd think with that kind of faith speech, God would just rush out His heavenly armies. But nope. Instead, verse 19 says the king ordered the furnace to be heated seven times hotter than usual. And if that wasn't enough, the king ordered to tie them up. How many times have we been in this kind of situations? Where we exercise faith, we have our hopes up, and our situations just get tougher, draining the last bit of hope left in us. But wait, all hope is not lost, not just yet. There's a fourth man walking with the fiery men, unbound and unharmed, verse 25. And that is the God we serve, the fourth watch of the night God. In Mark 6, verses 47 to 51, Jesus saw his disciples struggling because the wind was against them. At the fourth watch of the night, Jesus showed up, and though they were terrified, he comforted them by saying, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. Y'all, we're in the fourth quarter of 2021, with little over two weeks left. I don't know who or what your Nebuchadnezzar is, or wh- what winds are against you today, or this whole year, but God does. I don't know how your 2021 went in detail, but God does. Maybe it was great, and that's awesome. And God knows that too. And He is going to use that when 2022 comes. But maybe it wasn't all that great. And maybe there are some of your prayers that have not been answered yet. God knows that too. I want to encourage us to fixate our eyes on the fourth watch of the night God. To not give up and continue to excel in the role He has entrusted us with to muster up the courage and know that Jesus sees us, he strengthens us, he's walking with us in any and every fiery situations, and he's with us. So we can boldly say, we do not need to defend ourselves because God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego is our God and he is the God we serve and he's able to rescue us from worry hopelessness, fatigue, exhaustion, etc., fill in the blank. And even if he does not, I will still praise him and honor him with my life and actions. And the best part, y'all, Daniel chapter 3 verses 30 says, The king promoted these fiery young men in the province of the reputed land at that time, Babylon. Be in fiery expectation in this fourth watch, for Jesus is walking with us, and we will not enter 2022 empty. Be blessed, y'all. To God, the Revealer, be all the glory. Amen.